Friends, before we begin, let me invite you to keep up with all the Tracks for the Journey resources by subscribing to the Tracks Express newsletter. Once a week, I send a wide range of helps for well-being directly to your inbox. The Express has inspiration and insights for spirituality, relationships, ecology, emotional health, and yes, recipes for good food. The easiest way to subscribe is on my website, www.tracksforthejourney.com. Thanks for listening today. The seconds of life are ticking by as we begin a new year, aren't they? I have a beautiful mantle clock, laminated in black and gold, purchased by my granddad in 1918, the year my dad was born. For years, it sat in the dining room at granddad's place in Neosho, Missouri. I'm proud to have it and to think of the seconds and hours of life it has witnessed in these 125 years. Time has indeed passed since my grandfather brought that clock home in a Model T, each second ticking by, never to be repeated. I love Granddad's clock, but it's not accurate. The ticking of a pendulum has given way to atomic clocks, accurate to the billionth of a second. The International Bureau of Weights and Measures coordinates world timekeeping and it does so through 25 atomic clocks in a measure called Coordinated Universal Time. This is the hyper-accurate time that keeps the digital world running in unison to the nanosecond. But have you ever wondered what Jesus thought about time? He never heard the ticking of a clock, or maybe even read a sundial. When Jesus lived, time was measured by days and hours, and in spite of this, he knew much about time and how to live it. Jesus taught that every second of our life is full of meaning and possibility. As the Gospel of John narrates the story, Jesus was in trouble with the religious leaders. He had done a great miracle at Jerusalem's Pool of Bethesda, finding a man who had been disabled for 38 years and healing him. Yet the authorities griped it was done on the wrong day of the week, the sacred Sabbath. Jesus seized the moment to teach about time in the redemptive work of God. He said, My Father is still working, and I also am working. This teaching declares a revolutionary truth about God. The religious leaders confined God's work to the past, during the time of Israel's lawgivers and prophets, The blind, the lame, the paralyzed that lay all around them, hurting in need, was nothing to be done about them. Jesus blows a new wind through the dusty museums of their faith to say, My Father is always at work to this very day. Modern process theology holds this as a central and revolutionary idea. God is immersed in time and changes with the universe moment by moment. God's work has spanned all of the 13.8 billion years of the universe. Every nanosecond, God has influenced every atom and creature to provide for initial good, growth, and meaning as an aim. 
This work is not deterministic or controlling, but collaborative with us all. For most elements, there's a limited capacity to respond, bringing a law-like regularity in the universe. But for higher consciousness humans, we're granted the tick of a clock to respond or resist like the man by the pool in Jerusalem. I'll grant that I've spent some hours of our, my life as meaningless, and you have too. We go to work, we come home, we go back again. We start on a promising road to meet a dead end and then go back defeated. We make a decision and then watch our choice turn sour. The routines of life capture us like flies in a spiderweb of dead-end living. And even our faith can become mired in more of the same old thing Sunday after Sunday. Maybe this January has brought malaise for you. The holidays had their joys, yet you're forced to go back to work or live with the same sour relationship. You truly feel stuck. Let me share with you that God cares about the happiness of our lives. That day in Jerusalem, the 38 years of a lame man's misery was interrupted with a heart-stopping question, Do you want to be healed? In the same way, God's action in our world means the ticking seconds of the clock are the sounds of the divine hand moving across my life and yours. Every moment brings the possibility of insight, miracle, renewal, or fulfillment. We can move beyond the malaise to have energy for the future because God is working in this very minute. There are ways we can live in the now moment of divine possibility. One is to grasp the ordinary as the place where the extraordinary lives. A stop at the grocery store could give the gift of appreciation offered to a harried employee. Giving a few dollars to a food bank instead of a coffee shop could lift a burden on a person still looking for work. The minutes that we spent stuck in a traffic jam could become conversation with God that brings insight and hope for the challenges you face. It's not that we lack the time, but that we often lack the sensitivity to what this now moment can really mean. In the hit movie of 2005, Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, the intersecting lives of several women are traced. One is the young leukemia victim, Bailey. In one scene, she lays looking up at the stars. Her friend asks, are you afraid to die? Bailey says, no, I'm just afraid I won't have time to do all that I want to do. It seems that Bailey has grasped the truth of each moment calling us to live fully. Another way to live in this now moment is to resist the call of the past or the future. Now, I know how easy it is to live in the dusty museum of the past or the rosy dreams of tomorrow. It is important to reflect on what happened yesterday to see if we can do better. And it's vital to have goals and dreams of all that can happen tomorrow. But like the Roman goddess Janus, there are times when we should look both ways at the parade of time. But when we kick ourselves with regret or fret away the hours and anxiety for what might happen, we're distracted from the now moment and the sacred possibilities that are there. 
The reality is simple. The past can't be changed, and the future is not defined. My life and God's work intersect in only one place, the now moment. And it is in that place, called now, where our well-being lives. This now moment and this now place is where God always works. Annette Wynne, a 20th century poet, offered this thought. Tomorrow, what does it matter? Today, that is here. To lend or spend for my purpose, all without hindrance or tear. Today only matters. Tomorrow's a dream and maybe a fear. Tomorrow shall never own it. Today, that is mine. What if I take it and make it to something divine? Granddad Payne kept the clock in the dining room until his death in 1981. His two-story house and 40 acres that he called Green Acres were sold. The old cattle barn, the garage with his 1947 Studebaker, the massive black oak trees I had climbed up as a kid— all those are now merely memories. But he had lived a faith-filled and happy life that included me walking with him through the pastures, listening to his funny stories. After I inherited the clock, I opened the back and found a repair bill from decades ago. Granddad had written, Doesn't keep good time, but don't let it bother you. <laughs> I think that's good advice. The things that bother us must be kept in perspective so we can focus on living in the now moment. We find in the ticking of the clock the eternally fresh work of the ever-creative God. So the question is, what will we do with the moments that go by as the clock ticks another now? Thanks for sharing this episode of Tracks for the Journey. If you would take a moment to rate and review the episode and to share it with others, it would help me spread the message of well-being. To get more inspiration and insight delivered directly to you, sign up for the Tracks Express newsletter through the website tracksforthejourney.com. There you can fill in your email on the big green subscription box and that newsletter will come directly to you. On the website, you can listen to or read any of the 50-plus episodes on a huge variety of subjects. And I want to expand this work, so your financial support is appreciated. You can give a small gift through the website buymeacoffee.com slash LarryPayne. I welcome you to share your feedback on the Tracks for the Journey Facebook page or just mail me directly at connecttfj at yahoo.com that's connect tfj at yahoo.com tracks for the journey is produced at the bright star studio and all rights reserved hosting is by buzzsprout.com music and images are from pixabay.com i invite you to keep exploring on your journey to well-being